The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Kyle Porter, KP, Valero, baby, let's go. I thought I was on to talk about Tigers playing again. I thought that's what we were doing. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we could go off the rails if you want. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with it. No, we've done enough of that. Let's let's talk Texas Open. Um, it, 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 kind of a weird first round. You know, I was immersed. We were just talking about this. I was immersed in Masters content all day, which is uh, pretty... Um, standard at this time of year but i caught some of this and my my guy russell knox top of the board i was two weeks early i was okay was it i couldn't remember if it was one week too early or two weeks too early so you had russell knox in our one and done two weeks ago is that right? yeah i had him i had him for valspar so i was one tournament early because i don't think he qualified for match play okay uh he was coming into valspar at t6 at the players and you know I, i'll just jump into the, with him at uh at Texas open, he, he didn't, I mean, he was a neutral putter and I think what, and I was reading his quotes afterwards. I think what we saw on, on Thursday from him is what actually he's kind of been doing for a few months now. He's made six straight cuts and he's been doing it with really good ball striking. I mean, he hit the ball great on Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's what he did at the players when he finished T six, he's got some like T 33s in there that are, you know, for him pretty pretty decent as some good events. Um, so he's just, he's playing really quality golf. I don't know if that means he's going to win this week, but uh, he's been playing really, really well over the last couple of months. Yeah. He gained a bunch around the green, but he was also, as you mentioned, awesome in the ball striking category. So that's good to see. It was bogey free. It was a bogey free uh, 65 highlighted by four consecutive birdies at 12, 13, 14, and 15 uh, for guys like Knox. Uh, you know, we've kind of alluded to it. A lot of, even our attention starting to drift to next week, there is massive implications for him here in this moment, this week, without looking ahead. Yeah, I mean, he he had a funny quote afterwards because he's not in yet, I don't believe. I just went through the whole field today, and I did I ranked the field, which is just a oh boy. disaster. Wait, where'd you put Tiger, though? Well, I actually haven't. So I've got like 10, <laughs> I've got 10 guys left. I'm at the very, I went through alphabetically. So I'm at the bottom of the list. So I haven't got to him. 
Uh huh. Nice. That's a, very convenient that you haven't got on the record. I mean, I'll just record. I'll just do it right here. I'll put him probably like thirty fifth. <laughs> my juices are flowing. I'll take it. I, <laughs> I, I accept. I accept. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird because the Masters rankings. You and I tweeted this out. You you, you get to like. Like nobody should be number one. I'm I'm lost as it relates to one through three. You get right. to four or five, and you're like, well, there's like 17 guys. There should be five. Then nobody again until like 38, and then it's like the Ryan Palmer, Eric Van Ruin, like that whole group. And then you skip a bunch, and it's like all the amateur. It, it's just it's a weird exercise to do. Anyway, <laughs> Russell Knox not in the field. Uh, he said afterwards, he was like, listen. He was like, I'm not putting extra pressure on myself. I'm going to be just as happy sitting on my couch with my dog next week watching the Masters as I would be playing in it. And I was like, wait a second, what? And then he he clarified like one sentence later and he was like, Actually, I'm going to be trying really hard <laughs> to get into the Masters. And you're like, yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought. But he he was he was kind of like not trying not to put the extra pressure on uh, on himself because there's I mean, look at all these guys at the top of the board. I don't I don't think uh, Kuchar's not in. Um, none of these guys are in, right? No, I don't know that any of the guys I'm looking at right now like are Luke in. List would be like the first one in, right? Yeah, yeah, are currently in the Masters. So. Uh, there's a ton, like, we're going to focus probably on the Rory Spieth, Hideki, what does this mean for Augusta? But there's a ton of, like, hey, this guy could just play himself into Augusta with a good rest of the week. Uh, yes, and we are certainly going to get to those guys. But before we do, Rasmus Hoygaard had himself a masterpiece going on Thursday. Uh, goes out in 30. Yeah. Gets to his final hole of the day, which was the ninth hole at eight under makes double there KP. So it's still a six under 66, one shot back of Russell Knox, uh, Hoygaard, just so that people are aware, he just turned 21, like two weeks ago. There's a lot of raw talent in this young guy. Just turned 21. And he's got three European tour wins, yeah. right? That's right. Uh, he won December, 2019. He won in 2020. I think he won. I know he won last year, August of 21. And he finished sixth last week at, uh, at at Punta Cana. So, you know, I, I think he's super interesting. I, I, I'm not totally sure what to make of him yet. He's he's won a lot on the European Tour. Obviously, you win three times by the age of 20. That's a ton. But does it translate? I don't know that we learned a ton from this round because he basically just made a ton of putts, you know? But he's also, I think he's like really good from T to green. So I'm, I'm fascinated. He, he, he to me is the most interesting name, I think, at the top of this board in terms of like, and that's probably always true when you have a 21 year old who's won a bunch, uh, just in terms of like, what is he going to be? Is he going to be like a, a, a Thomas Peters? Is he going to be like a, I don't think he's a Rory, but there's, there's, there's a lot in play for somebody who's 21 that is, um, you know, has won that much on the Euro Tour and and could get his first one on the PGA Tour this weekend. Uh, speaking of Rory McIlroy, it was an opening round 72. That's even par around TPC San Antonio. KP, I count six birdies. I count six pars. I count six bogeys. Is that encouraging? 
or discouraging? Because I think it's well, nice you can make a lot of birdies, right? But like giving six back is not great. No, it's it's discouraging. And and the reason why, so he started on 10. You know, he he was talking earlier this week about the importance of distance control for Augusta National, right? Distance control, distance control. I was texting with Justin Ray. And if you look at the guys that have played uh, at the Masters, that have like 10 rounds since 2015 at the Masters, it's like 75 guys or something like that. Rory's near the bottom of that list in terms of approach play. Like he, like that's been his Achilles heel at Augusta is it's not driver. He's been good putting there. He's like 16th on that list in putting, but it's approach play. And I think a lot of that for him is often distance control. And what do you see in two of the first four holes? He goes 50 feet past the first hole and then like, or uh, past the second hole and then like 75 feet, from the pin or from the hole on, on uh, his fourth hole. And he makes bogey at both of them. And it, it's just, it's, it's, it's gotta be tough for him because it's tough to watch because he's, and he's in the middle of the fairway in both those shots. It's not like he's kind of all over the place. He's hitting it. He's hitting his driver fairly well. It wasn't his best driving round ever, but uh, he seems to have a lot of control off the tee. And then it's just like, what are we doing from 160, 170, 180? I mean, I, you probably saw some of it. Did, did, is that the takeaway that, that you had also? Yeah, that was the both the eye test and the way the, the numbers laid out too, right? He almost lost a stroke on approach. And you're right. It's like, okay, Rory, he's not driving it great, but he's driving it good enough. He's giving himself some decent looks and he's not taking advantage of any of them. And this is kind of you know, a weird, I, I don't want to call it weird, but like he usually doesn't play this week. You wonder how uh, much he is able to focus now before next week. I know that's kind of the exercise that he's in. So it, it's just kind of a strange situation. I think, I think he's a fascinating case study for, I was going to say the final three days this week, maybe the final one day this week, and then heading into the master. Well, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense because it's, it's not, I think, I think what you're saying is, would be valid if it was like decision making, right? You're like kind of in and out of it, but it's just that's like true. these <laughs> do what I said. That's true. It's like, he's, he's sitting in the middle of the fairway with a uh, short iron in hand and he's just not executing. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, just, it, it, I think that's the part that it's a little disconcerting that you're like, well, it, it's not as if you had, you're just hitting like bad shots. And like not like difficult bad shots, like fairly straightforward bad shots. And that's the I mean, I, I tweeted this stat out on on Wednesday, I think. Going into the 2019 Masters from the start of the year, Tiger had gained 1.83 strokes from T to Green, which is exactly Rory's at 1.83 strokes gain from T to Green going into this year into April. Now that'll change based on the this week's Texas. So uh, based on this tournament, but I thought that was fascinating because he's kind of low key been playing pretty well without results, which is what tiger was doing in 2019. But then you watch it and you're like, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I can't, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know if I can get on board with that because you're, you're bogeys at a TPC San Antonio where you're 50 yards long, you're 50 yards long on number nine at Augusta. That's, that ain't a bogey. That's a, double or triple depending on where the pin is, you know? So, or not 50 yards, 50, 50 feet long. Um, so yeah, I, I don't feel that great about 
if we're talking specifically about Thursday's round. Now, he might be lights out the rest of the week, and all of a sudden you've got some momentum, but I, I was not encouraged by Thursday. Our reigning Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama, had a full day as well, and I believe he actually uh, pulled out of the Pro-Am on Wednesday. KP kind of re-aggravated that back injury, which is a little bit concerning, and then shot a 2-over-74. Had a couple of highlights, made birdies on 12, 14, 15 before giving two of them back at 16 and 17. It was just kind of a sloppy day for Hideki, who, I don't know, man, uh, I, I worry about kind of the back going going into uh going into masters yeah i do too and i mean the 40 on the front nine was not good uh so he kind of reined it in a little bit on the back uh on, or on the second nine um i wouldn't we were talking about this beforehand i wouldn't be shocked by by a wd from him uh i i generally do not like when guys do that obviously but like the get out of uh, there is no situation i would be more understanding than if yeah. the who is already dealing with this back injury uh the week before going to defend his master's title if he just got out of town right now i'd be like yeah no i completely get it well it, it's a bummer for him too right i was thinking about this afterward like he's got the champion center and he's got all this like really fun rewarding stuff next week and if you don't feel well like that sucks like you 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 don't want to be go you don't want to be doing all that when you're not feeling well so it's just it's kind of a bummer for him and i think that we can probably who knows but i think we can probably chalk up this 74 to just uh either the rustiness that comes from not having played or the injury itself still still bothering him uh, Jordan Spieth, our final notable here on this side, uh, is currently playing his final hole of the day, number 18. He's got a couple feet left for par. If he makes that, it will be an he even par. He did make it. Okay. So an even par round of 72 for Jordan Spieth. I don't have his updated numbers yet, KP, but through 17 holes, he was losing two strokes with the putter. This is now... Yeah becoming a bit of a trend for Jordan Spieth. You know, we've been kind of poking fun at uh, the swing mechanics and the uh, pre-shot routine and all that stuff. But the putter's kind of a problem right now. The putter, and it, it's interesting. I was actually looking at his numbers for the year today because I was trying to figure him out for Augusta. And it's hard, right? Because he's he's just so lights out at Augusta that you're – you kind of lean toward, oh, it'll just feel figured out, you know, whatever. But like his numbers are not good going into the Masters next week. And you look, forget him winning last year at this event. His numbers going into this event and into the Masters and for the first five months of last year were awesome, like really good. The, the putter, sure. But also his, his iron play was excellent last year, like almost 2017 Spethian. And it's not this year. It's not the, 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 and it's so weird to watch because you watch him and you're like, I was just watching him play 17, 18. And he just, he looks almost like a, like if you could somehow erase the body and just show the swing, you wouldn't really think that that's speed. Right. Uh, I agree, which is, it's always a little weird when, um, I always say like guys lose their DNA, right? Like you're right. If you didn't, if you just blocked out his face and removed the under armor stuff, you'd be like, I have no idea who this guy is. And so you, you, you would think if you take a big picture view of it, you would think that change or whatever's going on would have happened last year when he had been struggling for three or four years or two or three years. 
not in 2022 after he had a really good year last year. And so I'm just, I'm kind of confused by the whole thing. And I don't, I'm not excited about him next week. Um, and maybe that'll change, but I, I, he just seems a little, he's almost just in neutral. He's, he's only really got one good finish this year at Pebble in a bad field. In a bad field at a place that he's been historically awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, KP, we're going to look at the odds board. Uh, but first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are back. Our friends that was a are roller coaster. Back. We're not supposed to acknowledge it, but if you're no, watching... I always YouTube, do. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Okay, so... Our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook have been doing the live math. They've got the calculators out. The Ab- Abakai or Abacuses? What's the plural of Abacus? I think Abakai is what we should go with. I think we should definitely go with it. They've got the Abakai out, and it is Russell Knox, one shot clear of the rest of the field, who is the favorite. But KP, it's not single digits. 10 to 1 for Russell Knox. Rasmus Hoygaard, 14 to 1. The pair of Matt Kuchar and Denny McCarthy at 18. And even with that double on his final hole of the day, Corey Connors is in the mix as well. 22 to 1 with Luke List and Tony Fee. Now that's how the top of the odds board is shaping up. Yeah, I don't I don't love the top here. Uh, uh, maybe I love the very top. Maybe Knox at 10, but then I kind of like Connors at 22 and Siwoo at 25. Maybe even Luke List at 22. He's been he's been playing so well. Uh, yeah, that's kind of th- those are those are the names that I like on there. 
I have a pre-tournament ticket on Brendan Steele, so I'm still quite optimistic about that. He's at four under, but I wouldn't bet it now. What was was he at like sixty six or fifty yeah, or something? Like Seventy, or I think is where I got it at. But he's okay. uh, yeah, he went through. He had like missed five cuts in a row, but was starting to figure it out. Uh, the Siwoo one had my attention as well because okay, and we talk about this a lot. You have to find a ceiling to win. Mm-hmm. And Siwoo is crash and burn or super high ceiling. Like he is capable of coming from four back at the moment, passing all these guys and winning it. Like, I mean, uh, there's, there's what a dozen guys at four under alone. I mean, this thing is just a yeah. lot of jam at the top. Yeah, it is wide open. Uh, Siwoo, by the way, has been not to make this all about the masters, but uh, he has been awesome. I'm going to pull it up. He's been awesome at, uh, so his last four starts at Augusta, T12, T34, T21, T24. I, I think he's somebody that, depending on how it goes this weekend, he's not he's not going to win the Masters, I don't think. But he's somebody that, if you're playing like the pool where you've got six guys or four, what whatever you play, mm-hmm. like he's somebody that I would want to keep an eye on this weekend going into next week. You should see the emails that I get on Masters Week where it's like, Rick, I'm in a pool. Uh, you have to select 12 guys. Four of them have to be born between January yeah. 5th and 8th. I'm like, oh, my, uh, what? It's like, what with these rules? It's like you need to email John Nash and not Rick Gaiman to, <laughs> to figure this out. I, I've already gotten DMs of like, what do you think about the, you know, you've, it's like color coordinated. I'm like, yeah. I'm just trying to like rank the field. Like that's all I'm needing to do right now. Uh, real quick, producer Jacob, I I selected Maverick McNeely in the one and done, I believe. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, so... Mad McNeely's leading the field in strokes gate approach, lost two and a half strokes putting. He's four forty to one. Uh, that would be that would be like the model play, like the guy that's like there is putting correction coming for Mad McNeely. Yeah, I like that. Forty is great. Yeah, it's longer than his pre. It's longer than his pre tournament number. He's five off the lead. Uh, what was his pre tournament? Twenty eight. I want to say. God, this field's not that good, especially if especially if Spieth and and Rory and Hideki are going to play are going to play poorly. Yeah, it didn't help that answer withdrew as well, which kind of yeah. Created, what is that? What's what's up with that? Did you hear anything? Or are we just like uh, his his Instagram post that he was forced to withdraw? Which, it was very cryptic. Yes. Well, you know, specifically worded. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't pretend well for. For next week, where I think he actually could be. I mean, he's been competitive there before. Uh, Jet Blue in the chat wants to know who who's going to win the Masters. Uh, Brooks Kepka. <laughs> I think I'm going to take JT. Okay, I, I I love the JT thing too, but Brooks is like healthy. But yeah, bro, no, I, Brooks is. <laughs> I have Brooks ranked. Usually, I have Brooks ranked like. I don't even know where to put him, but. I have him ranked in the top four. I think he's going to have a great week. Yeah. Healthy metrics are there. It's a major championship. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. I think that, I think the, (laughs) we're already talking about the masters. I think the JT thing, I'm glad he hasn't won yet. It's one of those things where like, if he had won Valspar, I'd be like, "Mm, I don't know. Cause it feels like he's still like Mm -hmm. making that climb toward the top of the mountain, you know, that we see so often. I, Am I excited about watching him putt all week? I am not, but I am thrilled about 
he's freaking hitting the ball better than anybody in the world. I know what the stats say. I I don't care. Like I've watched him play and um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. I can't wait. We're going to be back after round two to break down all that's happening. Will we know Kyle? Uh, will there be an official word from T dubs tiger Woods <laughs> on the Friday before a tournament? That he's in. Will there be an official communication? Yeah, I think I think tomorrow's our day. I've already pre-written like a thousand <laughs> words. I, gotta, I can tell I gotta, you. I gotta, I gotta, the, the networks are preparing like it is because everyone is on standby everywhere for the, yeah. something to happen tomorrow. <laughs> I've got. Uh, I'm off tomorrow, but I already told HQ. I was like, I'll whatever you need. I'm I'm there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think he's gonna announce that he's playing the 2022 Masters tomorrow. But don't hey listen. Don't put on Twitter that he's maybe not going to win because you will get eviscerated for that. And uh, yes, you and you know better than most how to get eviscerated <laughs> on Twitter. So I will take your word for it. Big thanks goes out to producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. Kyle Porter can be found on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.